You're listening to the We Talk Nerd Podcast, the podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And uh, this week, we'll start off with talking to Andrew and see if he's been up to anything. Up to anything. A lot of community stuff. But I do like Stardew Valley a lot. And I can't wait for the the beta to to the multiplayer to come out of beta. But I'm wondering if I should get it for PC because it seems like a lot of people are playing it on PC. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm, the I beta, the multiplayer will for sure be on PC a lot quicker than it will be on Switch. Oh, okay. so it's not going to be it's not going to be released for like once the the PC beta is done, it's not going to all no. probably not going to all be no. ported over. No. Okay, so it's even just if they be... do, how are you going to communicate with people over Switch? I mean, let's just be honest. Nintendo kind of ruined the online experience again for this generation. Unfortunately, right? Um, but I, I think it's going to be local. Maybe like on on the same Wi-Fi, you're mm. going to be there with the same person. I that's what uh, I assume. So like the Pokemon. Similarity. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And, well, if we're doing play... that, that might be cool. But I don't think that's. I don't know if that they're putting that out because the way that I'm seeing it is that Stardew Valley is like ported to Switch and. I think you'll probably be able to do some online stuff, but I don't know. I'd be surprised if they really did that, like that near field communication type of thing that Pokemon did. Yeah. Either way, I'm still really excited for it, and I still love that game. So I'm I'm playing that a little bit, and then of course Destiny 2. Last uh, last night did a raid, prestige raid, nice. did very well. Did like maybe an hour for for some really awesome loot. I mean, just like piles and piles of loot. So I'm really happy about that, and I'm happy about the update. So that's me. Cool. Cool. What about yourself, Rob? How about you? Um, well, I uh, I took the recommendation from Brandon, and I threatened to do it, and I did it. I watched all the Cobra Kai. I binged it over <laughs> uh, a two-day period, and it was as good as advertised. I uh, had a blast watching it. I don't know if it's really like a nerdy thing, but yeah, it was, it was really exciting, really fun to watch, and a uh, great soundtrack, and just so many good things to say about it. Yeah, it's a very fun show to watch, and I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah, had had a blast with it. Um, I did, uh, I did finally uh, cast off the demon that is Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> that's no longer on my backlog. Oh. Uh, it is done, done. How long did um, it take I, you? For I've been playing it for probably. Game's been months. out since October. So. No, no, yeah, just, I, just I, an hours, I, just an hours, dude. Oh, I couldn't even say. tell you. Oh, but okay. I went through the last quarter of the game in about five hours. Gotcha. I so, just, I was skipping cutscenes yeah. and everything else. I was just kind of ready to be done with it. It's a very large game. Yeah, it, it's enjoyable. Uh, I'll go back for the DLC and everything, but I'm like, this is keeping me from going back to God of War. So yeah. I need to finish this up. So yeah, I skipped a lot of the cutscenes where. It wasn't pre-rendered, um, where it was just them talking. It felt like every cutscene is him talking to some, like some ruler, like on a field, or near some <laughs> homes or something. And it's just like, oh, Bayek, we must, you know, do these things. And it's like, oh, yeah, God, yeah. I want just, I know what you're gonna say. Give you me want something. me to tell someone? <laughs> Give me. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the game. It's a very fun game, but it, I can feel, I can see how you can feel like it gets very tedious. Yeah, well, and, you know, all the Assassin's Creed games do this to me where it's just they become a little bit repetitive and it's just mm. like, okay, I need to get done with this. But this is by far, you know, one of the best ones I've played. So yeah. um, there's my half-year late review. It's yeah. it's really good. As, as, you know, as somebody who is like, you know, the 99% completion um, 
yeah it, it a lot of it is repetitive yeah that's usually me that i not for this game i yeah. couldn't do it and then i saw <laughs> deadpool 2 good movie and we'll talk about that here uh close to the end of the show but yeah great movie can we talk about it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. How I, about you, Brandon? Uh, what you been up to i have uh sunken into uh some wow beta a lot of it some some of that uh battle for azeroth and uh i'm enjoying it normally i don't play mm-hmm. a lot of the betas uh, I've been in multiple WoW betas. Um, I normally don't play a lot of them, but uh, I, I was actually playing literally the second before we started the show. I, I love playing it. I can't really get enough of it. Um, so That's much good so. news. Yeah, I'm putting off a lot of other things I'm, I've planned on talking about, but I'll talk about the, the beta here in a little bit. But I also did get to check out the uh, Detroit Become Human demo, because uh, I think it Ooh. comes out tomorrow. Or... Depends on when you listen to this, but this week, and um, yeah, I'm gonna check it out and see what it is, and I'll talk about it here shortly too. But uh, I guess we can jump into some of the big announcements, and then we'll talk about reviews. It's gonna be a short, a little shorter episode mm-hmm. than normal. Yeah, but, uh, and and probably fair because a lot of the uh, a lot of the stories are holding off until E3. Yeah, so yeah. we're in that kind of we're in that lull, a little bit of a lull, but uh. Speaking of big E3 stuff, but we uh, hot off the press, you guys, uh, Battlefield Five announced today, mm. with all the the gritty details and uh, everything. I know I uh, talked to Rob a little bit; he knows them. But have you seen anything about it, Andrew? Yet? I have not. I've uh, seen the community talk about it, but mm-hmm. haven't seen anything. So it is a World War Two setting, and uh, I'll start off with saying you would think the last one was called Battlefield One, and it was in World War One. So you would think this one might mm-hmm. be called Battlefield 2. But it's called Battlefield V, or 5. Um, this thinks it's the first time they've used Roman numerals. And uh, Oh, they had Battlefield 4, right? Yeah, but it was, was just, that, the, it was just that, the number 4. Yeah, that was just normal. Yeah. yeah. So it, oh, it's and odd. that was 2013? Yeah. So it's been a little while since the... Yeah, because we had, we had 4. We had... Um, hard lines and then we had one so anyway um what said in world war ii they had this big uh very pre-rendered gameplay quote-unquote trailer playthrough thing very scripted um it looks very nice like battlefield always does um lots of stuff going on the screen there it looks like a michael bay movie if michael bay made video games Lots mm-hmm. of explosions, vehicles crashing, tanks, planes, all that good stuff. Um, but they they gave us a little bit of info about the game. Uh, they've kind of listened to the feedback they got with Battlefront, uh, the Battlefront sequel, and uh, their DLC will be free. Uh, all DLCs, if you didn't know, Battlefield releases a lot of expansions. Uh, they're normally like fifteen bucks an expansion, but they said all all expansions will be free to everybody. They're not putting any microtransactions in the game at all. So, in the past Battlefield games, they've come out with like shortcuts where you could buy the shortcuts and unlock perks and weapons faster. That's not yeah. there anymore. Um, they even went as far to say there's not even cosmetic loot boxes. There is zero loot boxes in this game at all. Everything that you get will be through progression purely. So, we're kind of kind of going back to the way things should be, uh, how things used to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, like with Battlefield three and four, 
Yeah. I think. And, you know, Same some, thing the, with those. some of the older Call of Duty games are you play it and you know you get XP or for your class and you unlock things that way. Uh, the single there, you know, they're going. This one's going to have a single player, unlike the Call of Duty series. Uh, this one will be like Battlefield One, and if you didn't know, Battlefield One had like a a war story where it told different stories of different soldiers in different parts of the war. Uh, mm-hmm. This one will do the same thing, uh, but it's also got co-op now. So they're oh. gonna have yeah, they're gonna have co-op in the multiplayer. So that'll be fun if you get a buddy in there. I don't think they've had yeah. co-op in their single player, uh, in their storyline campaign since maybe Bad Company. Which yeah, is a, probably. Which is a no, while I've, back. I've never been a big Battlefield fan, but they've always had like top-notch graphics and you know really immersive storylines. Uh-huh. Like that's always what they're known for. But I'm really surprised about this, you know, free DLC and no microtransactions. That just seems it's almost like too refreshing. It is an EA know? game, so they you know. did say they're going to try <laughs> to be less douchey, but. Yeah. <laughs> is that what they said? The exact well, line? That was the exact statement <laughs> from the CEO. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going to try to quit being so much of tools. So, I don't know. I maybe, played a lot of Battlefield 1, maybe, and I really enjoyed Battlefield 1. Yeah, maybe what we did with Battle uh, Battlefront, maybe that maybe did send a message to EA. I don't know. Titanfall 2 didn't have any paid DLC, did it? No, all of it was free, uh, free DLC, but there was... Man. Paid. Have they been good for a little while now? And I just never realized? Well, you know, Titanfall was pre-Battlefront. But there was and then a... Anthem comes out and they screw us all over. Yeah. Yeah, there's always that. <laughs> but, so let's uh... give let's give let's give EA a, just a little golf clap on this one. Yeah, then. a little golf. We'll see. We'll, we'll see golf. more about it at E3, of course. I just we'll feel like they're gonna be like thing. all right, all DLC is free, no microtransactions, no loot boxes. Uh, it's nineteen ninety nine a month for subscription <laughs> to. <laughs> it's That'd be great. Five. That's what I'm waiting to hear. It's a hundred and twenty dollars like, up front. Yeah, it's gonna something. be like something that like just totally throws you. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. It's got an October nineteenth release date, and uh, the, you know they ha- they have their big EA panel at E three where they'll show multiplayer and all the all that good stuff. So. More to see, hopefully. Hopefully it's good news. I might yeah. actually check this out if it does stay this way. I will, mainly because Battlefield is my second go-to for PvP. Because Just shooter. because of the, the battles that they have, where you're progressing as either the you know the Axis or Allies, those those events are are very unique and very, very fun to play. So I'm looking forward to more yeah. of that in a World War II setting. I hate to keep going back to like the, my shock and awe of the of this stuff, but doesn't this kind of feel like like Lego Joker surrendering surrendering to Lego Batman? <laughs> well, can you refresh us of what happened? I'm, there? I'm not. Uh, I'm not catching the basically, reference. Basically, he did that so that he would be sent to the Phantom Zone and could bring back like all the like really bad people in the Lego Batman movie. Right. So, okay, right, so right, he right. could bring back like the worst of the worst. <laughs> so it's like. Hey, so they're they're building good. In. I promise you, I'll pay rent and getting you know, good trust. Pay half your bills. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got you. I got you. And then you turn around and uh oh, oh no, Anthem's out. Sold your Xbox for crack. <laughs> no, not Anthem, please. So what else we got? Well, uh, something that's been been put off for a while, but the uh, Mario and Rabbids DLC. We're going oh. to we're going to Donkey Kong Country. Uh. Perfect. It's gonna be you know Mario Rabbids Battle Kingdom uh, Donkey Kong Adventure I think that's what it is. 
but uh, you'll play as Donkey Kong, uh, Rabid Cranky, and uh, that's the Rabid take on Cranky Kong, and mm-hmm. uh, Rabid Peach, which was in the original game. This is a separate... We haven't seen Cranky in a while. Yeah, since uh, 64, I think, right? Yeah, probably. Maybe maybe he's in one of the uh, country games. I don't know. but uh, He was in country, but that was before that even. Right. They had a new one come out recently, though, the Tropical Freeze, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't Which is coming out for the Switch, or is out for the I Switch. I think it is out for the Switch, yeah. But yeah, it's, nice. this, it's just a remake of the one that came out on the Wii U, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't, it was hard, to be honest with you. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. really <laughs> difficult, yeah. If for your, uh, for that, that game you liked, uh, Coraline or Carmine or Celine, you know, like that. <laughs> Celine Dion. That's Celine what Dion. Celeste. Dion. It was Celeste. Yeah, Celeste. There Celeste. you go. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the difficulty is probably amongst like along those lines. All right, challenge accepted on the DLC. Do we What's get a that? price? Uh, I don't have a price off the top of my head, but I think you have to actually get their DL- DLC pass or something. Maybe that it might it might sell right. separately. I'm not sure. But it's uh, Ubisoft. They yeah. sell it. Yeah. Yeah, it's separate from the main story, so nothing, nothing, none of the progress from your original story will carry over to this. It'll be its own standalone thing. Uh, so maybe they should call it maybe an expansion instead of a DLC. But uh, they've said, yeah, they said it should last around ten hours, which is pretty hefty for DLC. I would, I would say. Mm-hmm. And the season pass is twenty dollars. Yeah, there you go. Which is this isn't? I think this isn't the only DLC. I think there's some other ones out. Maybe not, not in this capacity, but. Can't wait that's, to see it. Yeah. yeah, that's all the news I really had to talk about. So uh, <laughs> I'll just keep talking and uh, move on to reviewing a couple of things I've been playing. Let's yeah, I'm excited to hear about this uh, this game you checked out. Yeah. So uh, Detroit Become Human. I've you know uh, it comes out this week. Like I said earlier, it's the game where you're. It's uh, I can't remember exactly what year it's set in, uh, but it's you know it's future. You play as androids and humans. Uh, it's kind of like a uh, L.A. noir in a way, where it's a oh. lot about crime, and uh, you play like in a. I know the I don't know if there's multiple characters you play as, but the one I played as is like in an android task force to like I guess help androids and humans interact better. But uh, it's you in the demo you play one scenario. We seen it at the very first E3 when they talked about the game. Uh, an android's gone crazy. He's got a, a hostage. He's on the ledge, um, and you kind of have to talk him off the ledge. And uh, it starts off. There's no ticking clock in the corner, but there is definitely a ticking clock in the background because I was walking around looking at things, and things are progressing around me. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it to progress. Um, hmm. Yeah, like it's very, it's a very live, actual situation where if you don't do things fast enough or at the pace on which they should be done, uh, it'll kind of write itself out, I guess. Like, and that's yeah. different than any other like game where you usually have some sort of time bar or time or right. timeline before you make a choice. So that's that's different. Yeah, I like that. Well, a lot. It is different from a lot of like mainstream games, but mm-hmm. it's similar to uh, is it Quantic Dream? I think is who does it. Uh, David Cage's uh, company. Mm-hmm. They they do a lot of this type of live this game is different yeah. from all the other ones and the oh, last okay. one that i played a lot of was two souls and that one you had to 
you know, like you were stuck in a burning building and there was a chance that, that you would be just stuck in the burning building and you'd like pass out or something if you didn't make it out. Like it wouldn't, gotcha. you yeah. could still progress, but you, you would like lose the scenario. Mm. Quote unquote. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of talking interactions and it's a, a lot like the, the Telltale series where you have multiple choices and there's a time, and, you know, even if you don't say anything, that's also a choice. But there's that aspect of it too. But like I had to investigate, I was looking at things on the ground. I picked a fish up and put a fish back into an aquarium. So <laughs> there's a lot of different, you know, a lot of different choices you can make. And even at the end of the scenario, when I finished it, it brings up, you can like view the branch of the story, you know, show you what you unlocked and show you like how many other locked branches there were. And there's a lot. And I felt like I looked at it, just about everything I could find. And there's still apparently a lot of stuff that I missed or didn't say the right things to certain mm-hmm. people to change, maybe change the scenario. Ah, but, uh, replayability, maybe? Yeah, yeah definitely. They don't come out with games very often, but when they do, like these things are, they're not for everybody because they're not, despite yeah. being futuristic and everything else, they're not really action-packed. Yeah, it's more of like a, a cinematic experience that you're in control of rather than button mashing or, you know, being tactical it's just making choices you know play it how you want to play it with dialogue and it's like it's like you're watching a movie sort of yeah story driven rather than action driven right. or loot driven that sort right. of thing yeah but uh, it's a very beautiful game it's very the you know i was playing on the ps4 pro i wasn't playing in 4k i don't, I don't have it hooked to my 4k screen right now it's on my uh, 1080p but still a great looking game cool it looks very nice um yeah, that's all I need is a yet another game to check out. <laughs> I, I'm personally probably going to wait a little bit because I don't know if I'll get the you know my money's worth at full price. Uh, it'll be one of those games I get and probably not play a lot of at first, so I might hold off on it a little bit. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's no cooperative aspect that you have to you know sync up with other people on. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is a very almost like a personal gaming experience where it's like yeah. you have to you know make decisions and and go with them and for that you know it's it's on your own time so yeah, yeah. but it's very cool also you know i'll suggest it's free of course it's a demo check it out it's not very long it's just that one scenario but it's fun it's cool before, and before I, we move forward i'd like to ask a question about like these type of games where it, it's when you say it's personal and like let's say someone else plays detroit become human but mm-hmm. didn't play the same way you did you can't really. Sh- sh- are you talking about your experiences and what you did, or is that like more of a spoiler? Because I chose this over here, that may spoil your experience of what you did over oh, here. Definitely, def- like if you yeah. if you don't know the branches, talking about it would probably definitely spoil it between the two of you. So then that's that's an interesting game. Usually, like God of War, you're like, oh, God of War is amazing. I did this, and like everyone has the same experience. Right. But like Detroit Become Humans, like you can't really talk to anybody because it might spoil their experience. Yeah, that's Two really- Souls is free for PlayStation Plus right now. I think it's still going. Right. And that is the game prior to Detroit Become Human from the same studio. So if you're interested in what that means or what that kind of gameplay is, mm-hmm. um, it's there for, for free to check out. And it's, I'll, I will tell you this, the graphics still hold up. It still looks really, really solid from an uh, um, environmental standpoint. It was probably the, one of the best-looking games on the PS3. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. So check that out. I would suggest checking it out before you buy the game, just to see if you're into that. And like Rob said, you can check out the the previous game from the studio, and it, it'll it'll be just like that, except different setting. 
So, yep, good stuff. And now the moment everybody's been yes. waiting for. <laughs> I've been waiting for this, man. Actually, I want to before before we preface this because I remember a couple episodes, or maybe like three months back, when we when we first discovered Battle for Azeroth. I think you said you weren't gonna, even going to watch any streams, but mm-hmm. then you got a key, and you're like, I'm playing this. <laughs> Oh, definitely. So, so yeah, I've been playing. Kind of spoiling it, yeah. I've been playing the Battle for Azeroth beta nonstop. Um, despite there being a lot of missing key points that I might like that I won't see till live, because uh, Blizzard does take out uh, cutscenes and that kind of thing in beta. Uh, I don't know if it's to save it or maybe just it takes up so many, so much, don't really know, so much room they don't want to put that on a beta, but. uh just in terms of quest lines and gameplay, uh, at least on the alliance side, this, this is a this is a great expansion. I haven't even hit 120 yet. Um, I'm very close, very close. Uh, I'd probably already be there now. We haven't stopped for this podcast, but uh, I've got a total of maybe 18 to 19 hours in of you know pure leveling, and that's about how long it'll take to hit max level. But uh, okay. Yeah, the I think I talked about the the starting scenarios maybe last week. Yeah, um, you did. Yeah, a little bit. Horde. Yeah, but uh, I'll ta- I'll start talking about the uh, the actual leveling experience on the uh, your first island, Kulturas, for the alliance. Uh, the city, it's it, it feels like the entire area, uh, at least the first area, is like a a city, like you're leveling through a very large city. Um. It's very naval themed, pirate themed. Uh, this this human ki- uh, kingdom's known for making ships and that kind of thing. Um, aesthetically, it kind of—I don't know if you guys you, you guys truly remember this—but Fable Two, it kind of like the city kind of feels like the city from Fable Two in terms of you know aesthetics and the way characters talk and act. Man, you're bringing it back. That's a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Fable 2 was a pretty good one. If yeah. if it had better co-op, it'd probably be the best one. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Hey, you're but, talking about, right, you're describing the city as the, like, Gilneas. I remember just yeah. loving Gilneas is around the city and everything, and it, like, involves around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was cool. a great experience. Gilneas was very short-lived. It's, it's just the starting scenario for Wargans. But, you know, this yeah. is a whole leveling zone, and, it, you know, the capital... It, it's really cool. I don't know how really else to you know to de- to describe it. It's it's how I would feel. I, I wish they would have done Stormwind and maybe some of the older zones, but maybe right. you know, technology was limiting at the time. But now sure it's it was. you know 2018, and we can actually feel like we're leveling through a a city. So it's really cool in that aspect. Um, yeah, you can see like way back way back when Vanilla is like kill these boars over here. Well, what's the mm-hmm. storyline in that? Well, just right. kill the boars. Whereas this one, you like you're doing something and it progresses the things around you, which I think they started around in maybe like Draenor where things start evolving around you as you keep progressing through the areas, mm-hmm. which is what I really enjoy. So they're doing more of that, right? Yeah. Like I said nice. before, like I kind of complained uh, maybe last week or the before where I was talking about how it feels lame to kind of the scope of things to be kind of dialed down and I'm just out killing boars again instead of, you know, fighting off the Legion invasion. But mm-hmm. it, it brings back the feeling of kind of the old days of WoW, the vanilla and, you know, where everything's not so grand, you know, and you're it's just Horde versus Alliance. That, that kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, as a vanilla player, it's kind of a cool feeling. I like how you know, I like that a lot. Nostalgia, and they're bringing back mm-hmm. the the rivalry, which is 
from the original. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's it's a great rivalry to to yeah. boost story yeah. off of. And they can do a lot of cool stuff now with the you know the technology they developed. There's actually I'll talk about one scenario I came across where the horde actually had a bunch of ships that flew over a city and they they bombard the city. They drop troops down inside of it, and you had to go through and like fight them out and stuff. And that was cool. And that was not something you would seen, you know, back in the Horde versus Alliance days of vanilla. You know, it would just be you'd walk in and there'd be Horde already there. While this one, you walk in, there's like cool cut scene of you know the city actually being bombed and the Horde rushing in and dropping out of uh, their warships and stuff. So really cool, cool. to see. Cool. I haven't played a lot of the Horde side yet, so I'll probably do that this week and talk to you a little bit later about it. But, uh, you know, it is beta. There has been some bugs. I've gave a lot of feedback. The leveling, nice. you would, I feel like I'm taking a lot of time up, but there's not a lot of topics to talk about anyway. <laughs> so I hope I'm not dragging this too much. <laughs> I like, no, I, I love, good, I love this while, yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but there's a new thing called War Mode for a while. Where they're they're getting rid of I'm not really getting rid of it, but PvP servers you don't have to be PvP all the time. Thank and you. PVE <laughs> doesn't always have to be PVE. Uh, you can right. go to Stormwind and activate a mode called War Mode, where you enter a PvP realm, a phased uh, phased realm. We are always on PvP, or you can turn it off if you want hmm. to when you're not PvPing. So if you're if you're on a PvP server and you're always being killed and being trolled by the other faction, you can go Stormwind, turn it off. <laughs> go to Stormwind, turn it off, and they won't bother you anymore. Perfect. And you're Perfect. thinking, Seems well, like why a good use of the technology. Yeah, why, why, you know, you're thinking, why wouldn't I always do that? Because you get bonuses for playing PvP. Ooh. There's a 15 there's a 15% increased XP gain and there's mm. an actually a set of uh, talents like a separate talent tree you get to pick from and use while in war mode. This doesn't affect raiding or PvP like uh scenario PvP or dungeons. It's just purely for open world questing where you get this talent trees and have uh PvP quote unquote PvP talents. Gotcha. That's an so, incentive to get into PvP. Yeah. yeah. And and of course incentivizes the whole storyline of battle, you know. Mm-hmm. Versus Alliance, so so. I, I've been ganked a couple times and I've been trolled a little bit I, I haven't turned it off yet I kept it on you know I just went somewhere else and did some quest somewhere else and came back because luckily the, the way the gameplay and leveling works is you can go somewhere else level there and then once you think that troll's gone you can go back to what you were doing and finish that up that way you know if he's there killing what you need you'll be like oh I can't progress because this guy's here you just go yeah. somewhere else, wait till he leaves, gets his fun over, then you go back in. And uh, cool. But I also have people come up to me and try to gank me, and I uh, face roll them. Nice. <laughs> then you get your XP for your, yeah. get my for cool your XP. talent tree. Nice, nice, and, nice, you nice. Know, there's incentives where uh, you get, like, uh, if you kill, like, five people in a row without dying, you get marked on the map, and you have, like, a target on your head, a bounty or something. I'll look more into that. I can't remember all the details, but... It there is an incentive to kind of bringing back uh, open world PvP and fighting people, and then the, you know that luckily they gave people the choice to turn that off if they don't want that. Is there anything related to city raids? Let's say you got a whole bunch of your old friends. <sighs> I don't think so. Kill the kill the a king or something like that. I don't. I still you know the way they have guards set up now is the guards 
are really, really strong, and they don't want people uh, going, like, killing NPCs. Because oh, I remember man. back when that was my yeah, that was my thing was, back when that was a big thing back when. <laughs> going in a stormwind or not yeah. stormwind, uh, Ironforge. Ironforge killed a dwarf. It, it's probably <laughs> still possible, but it would take a lot of people and a lot of people, and it's there kind of a lot of people. I, remember, <laughs> oh, yeah. I felt like the whole server went. Yeah. <laughs> kill. Yeah. Kill uh, Mag Magni. Mm-hmm. Magni. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Good times. But yeah, so overall, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I'll get a little bit more feedback later. With some other details, when I hit max level, I'll give you some max level feedback. I've no instances some... yet. You haven't done I've any. I've ran uh, one. Dungeons. Yeah, I've ran okay. one dungeon. Um, All right. It was interesting. It was good. It felt like you know your normal wild dungeon. Um, you know, it's early in beta. I don't want to give too much. You know, I don't want to say yeah, a lot you're of right. negative about you're it. Right. It's still beta. Yeah. You know, they're going to change a lot of things. Um, you know, but in terms of the. This is kind of a lot like Legion, I will say. So if you like Legion, you'll like this. No, you know, none of the core things change, uh, besides maybe the story, the setting, and like I said, maybe some of the like w the PvP aspects of it and stuff. So don't expect any major changes because you're not seeing a whole lot of big moving pieces quite yet. Three months. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's really soon. Three months. It's coming uh, up. Yeah, so if you haven't got those artifact appearances, make sure you get those because a lot of them will no longer be obtainable once the expansion launches. So, yeah. Rob, you joining us? <laughs> Battle for Azeroth? What do you think? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Awesome. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Thanks for that. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot of good you guys are enjoying it. That's, yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah, it's good for some people. People feel like MMOs. It's and like WoW in general, you know, it's good stuff. But if you're not into that, then I just wasted a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> or you gain interest into yeah. Or maybe people. I gain some interest. Yeah. Maybe there's somebody out there who's like, man, I wasn't into WoW, but hearing a lot about this, I might check it out. Nice. But yeah, but let's let's move in a little bit of movies, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about a the Deadpool two thing. But before we jump quite into that. Um, some Spider-Man Homecoming 2, which I don't think is the actual title, but uh, that's what we're calling it right now. Right, uh, yeah. some, some news about it came out. Uh, the villain is going to be Mysterio. Mm. And oh. Jake Gyllenhaal is actually in talk to be that uh, that villain in the movie. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to do it, because he is one of the goofiest looking right? villains. <laughs> he basically, like, they call him Fishbowl. Because mm -hmm. he basically looks like he's got a fishbowl over his head, and right, it's a really and it's it's ugly. It's like a purple suit with like green uh, green cloak, and he's got some like quilted fabric type of uh, aesthetic going on. So, um, but he's a very but he's been there for a long time, and he is a very dangerous villain for Spider Man because he's he spent so much time fighting him that he he knows a lot of the weaknesses and everything for him, so he knows how to like counteract his spider sense he knows how to um he, he's he's probably he's one of the bigger picture he's villains. like a second tier i would yeah. say but he but he's probably one of the biggest one left that hasn't been on screen yet because i obviously it's like goblin and doc ock uh mm. you know venom um the shocker a few other people would be up above but you know he's part of the sinister six which is <clears throat> which is his you know worst villains I'm just reading his uh, his powers and abilities and equipment, and it's like he's you know it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, like he's right right against uh, anything that Spider-Man can throw at him, and he's a master illusionist, right? 
Hypno right. Hypnotist? A magician? Yep, that's right. Cool. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll move the conversation away from that since Rob is... Uh... Uh, need, since okay. Rob needs some water, yeah. Rob, I hope Rob's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got so excited about it, I just <laughs> completely lost uh, the, the ability oh, to speak. <laughs> but uh, this is something Rob probably won't say much about. But Liam Neeson's joining uh, the Men in Black spinoff that's in the works. So great! Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to get out of that, though? So him joining Men in Black. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Liam Neeson, but doesn't really seem like his type of movie. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't. Unless some aliens kidnap his daughter or something. And... <laughs> exactly. I was going to say <laughs> they need a particular set of skills. And they maybe they need a you know particular set of skills. But yeah, I don't. I haven't heard too much about this <clears throat> spinoff movie. But I get. I guess you know they're pretty serious about it. They Liam Neeson. I'm sure he's not very uh, cheap to hire. No, but he's in a lot of movies, so. He is. Maybe he is. maybe cheaper than we thought. Maybe cheaper than we thought. You also said <laughs> spin-off. Like does it Men in Black does it really have to have that comedic sense to it anymore? Maybe it has more action? I don't maybe know. It could well, be. It's a spin-off. You're right. So it is a spin-off. So is it I mean, the original I think we know that, you know, it was originally a comic series. Mm-hmm. And um it was silly but not like that silly. Like they they framed it in such a way that it was actually considered somewhat realistic. Maybe we'll see that in this spinoff. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it, I think I could deal with like a little bit darker edged Men in Black. Mm. I would also, like that. They've also talked about having a 21 Drum Street and Men in Black crossover spinoff as well. Uh, a while yeah. back. Okay, so... that would just destroy it. <laughs> So yeah. who knows? Well, hopefully we'll take both franchises down and we can just move back. <laughs> there we oh, go. That's sweet. Rob's. That's Rob's take on this whole thing. There we go. Yeah. So yeah. who really knows? Um, you know what to expect. But there's mm -hmm. something else I just want to add. I also didn't put on here, but uh, it came out today that Netflix and uh, um, oh man, I lost it. Hang on, just a sec. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and Ryan Michael Reynolds. Bay. Michael Bay. That's it. That's what it was. The and, Six Underground. And, and Leach, Leach, the director of Deadpool 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Big action. Very big. But I think it's Netflix's biggest budget movie so far. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Six Underground, which I think it's supposed to... Netflix has apparently starting a series of movies like called The Six or something, where they had The Ridiculous Six, and now this one's The Six Underground. But the premise of the movie is something about the six very rich people like try to team up and fight bad people. So it's kind of like six Batman. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how it works because normally uh, if everybody's Batman, nobody can be Batman. Hmm. So I'm, in I'm interested to see. Ryan Reynolds is kind of the hot topic right now. And uh, Yeah, I, I don't know... Um much about it i just heard that it was mm. coming come going to be coming out yeah i mean i'll watch it. i'm always into checking out yeah. netflix's I mean, we got biggest netflix. budget yep. stuff so it'll be free to watch so yeah, it'll be free to watch i don't know i still remember ryan reynolds as green lantern <laughs> uh, and and the the ninja guy in one of the movies superhero movies back when he had yeah. swords he was I deadpool forget. he was deadpool and oh, wolverine that was him. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how, that's well, how he was also... good transition to Deadpool 2. <laughs> <laughs> great well, great transition. Also Hannibal King in Blade Trinity. Yeah, that's right. He was uh, in Blade. That's yes. right. Okay. He and Jessica Beale. She had a she had an iPod for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it, it's dated. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's an old movie. Blade is old, but uh, yeah, I guess look, we can start talking about Deadpool two. Uh, Rob, sure. are you okay? Can you talk? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> some just went. As soon as we start talking about Mysterio, I got a I don't know lump in my throat or something. A little so. little bit, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I got I got some feelings on Mysterio, but. But really, uh, Deadpool two is where it's at. So um, I, I guess I should just go ahead and start off. It's it's so R rated. It's not mm-hmm. even funny. They are hard R. Uh, unlike the parents in the audience of my movie theater, you shouldn't bring your kids to watch it. Would somebody <laughs> make have... the mistake twice? Because we had we had the first one come out, and we've I've heard stories of, oh, I took my kid in there because I thought it was a superhero movie. Would could mm-hmm. people make that same mistake twice? Well, I think it's just, I mean, the amount of kids that love Deadpool, it's, it's just, like yeah. staggering. It's, it's you know, like how I was, you know, as a kid and some of the movies that were out there, you know, um, that, that were rated R. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, very, very different time. But it was, uh, you know, similar. Like I wanted to watch like the violent movie and it was it was kind of like a naughtiness kind of aspect mm. to it. But yeah kids love deadpool he's in a cartoon so it's not like this is unknown he's this is true he's in like a saturday morning cartoon sometimes i think it's like an x-men one or something spider-man one maybe as well uh, maybe but anyway they know him so <laughs> kids know deadpool and they love deadpool uh but this is really not for kids unless you're willing to have some you know serious conversations with them about maybe what some of the jokes are <laughs> and what they mean <laughs> or just you know hey uh we'll talk about that later um but it had a huge opening week um it was the number one movie of the weekend it is the uh it, it was it was one of the biggest uh openings um behind obviously uh infinity war uh but it did miss projections it did not make quite as much money as they thought they said 130 and it made 120 i feel you know infinity war probably didn't help that any because Infinity War is still pretty big i think Deadpool 2 is the only reason that Infinity War still isn't top of the box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. So, um, yeah, but enough with, like, the meta about it. Like, I just think it's just, it was a fun movie to watch. Um, it was everything I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. And it it bounced around all over the place. It was kind of hard to follow at points, but it tells a, a really good story in the end, I think. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything is is set to you know set up a joke, whether yes. that's the introduction of the X Force team or, um, <laughs> or you know even like Cable like showing up. Yeah. Um, everything's a joke, and it's at the end of it like you're laughing and, and had a really good time with it, but nothing was really done, you know, uh, with any kind of uh, like like they're not building a cinematic universe right. off this movie <laughs> for right. sure. Well, uh... They are having you know the X Force movies come out next after are this. They, I mean, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely in the lineup. Yep. But uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna like plan like X Men movies around it or anything like that. It's just a really good, fun time. Yeah. So even though it's not really setting up anything in the 
you know, cinematic universe or anything, there was a ton of uh, guest appearances in the movie. Yep. There was a lot of cameos. I don't, you don't want to spoil it for people, but yeah, a lot of cameos. Yeah. Well, I'm going to spoil one because it's made okay. All right. like headlines that Brad Pitt was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and his cameo is something special. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Matt Damon's also in it. Matt Damon is in there. Yep, he yep. certainly is. Yep. Um, who was there was another guy on there too. Uh at the beginning with Matt Damon. I'm trying to remember his name, but um I don't know who the other one was. Yeah, it it's just everywhere you looked, like there was like people like poking in and uh a lot of uh superheroes making cameos too for just mm-hmm. you know brief instances. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. When I think yeah. about this movie, uh, I feel like it was a, it's not your typical superhero movie. To me, it was kind of like a parody of the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it is Deadpool, the, but the first one, you know, it, it was an origin story. It had a purpose-driven story, and at the end, you know, it wasn't always laughs. There was very serious moments in the first one, while this yeah. one is, this one's very Deadpool and very, the whole thing's, you know, not necessarily a joke, but jokes can be made at every expense all the time. And uh yeah, it, mm-hmm. it just felt like a it felt like someone said, let's make fun of how big superhero movies are now. And that's kind of what they did. Yeah. There's some touching parts. There's some mm-hmm. there's some things that are a little basic. I mean, you know, you think of the way John Wick's story went where they killed his or his wife died and they killed his dog mm-hmm. and he goes on a rampage. Uh they didn't stray too far from the uh that plot device. Right. Uh, for this one. Uh, although from there, there's really nothing else similar. But yeah, this all starts up from, you know, people trying to take things from Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I feel that. And uh, yeah, it's full of surprises. A lot of things you wouldn't expect to happen, happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, yeah. And some of the things that you maybe didn't like or like that kind of you know, made you feel bad. Uh, you might not feel so bad at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially after the post credits. The uh, the post credits for this movie are probably the best than any of the Marvel movies I've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I enjoyed all the post credits scenes that uh, that came. It's great. Yeah, but, uh, and Green yeah. Lantern. Uh, at least the name makes an appearance in the movie. <laughs> just the name, okay? <laughs> not oh. just the name. Okay, gotcha. I mean, they had the, they also really had well. the uh, the uh, the joke in the first one, if you remember correctly. Yeah, on, he was on the ca- the uh, cover of the um, on the yeah. magazine, right? Yeah, yeah, he was on the cover of the magazine, and he talked about hoping his suit isn't animated this time, like yeah. it was in Green Lantern, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I would uh, I would rate it an eight and a half. Yep, and I'm gonna Good. I'm gonna give it a nine because I'm I'm a comic nerd, and it it scratched a whole bunch of itches. Ooh, <laughs> all right mm-hmm. it's basically the same along the lines of black panther because i think you gave black panther mm-hmm. a nine as well yes i also gave black panther a nine uh two very very different movies uh both of them very enjoyable this was oh man there was just so many jokes in there that were you... for me as a comic book reader especially <laughs> the one about the artist who can't draw feet that's a oh, uh yeah. that's something i'm very aware of and uh, have made the same criticism of that same artist. So uh, it was wonderful to hear Ryan Reynolds say it on the screen. There's probably like there's probably a lot of jokes that you wouldn't get through a f- one viewing that you'd probably have to see this multiple mm-hmm. times to catch every little underhanded comment that's made throughout the movie. Yeah, 
there's like cinematic universe jokes like oh you're so dark are you sure you're not from the dc universe <laughs> and, oh wow they and... poke a lot of fun nice <laughs> yeah, they, yeah they poke a lot of fun and i but think then they actually got ones you know they call about, him thanos like, at one point yeah, you know, he he's the voice of thanos <laughs> yeah there, there's a lot of really yeah there's there's great scenes anyway if you if you like comics or comic historian uh you're gonna get a little extra in your movie because uh deadpool caters to the comic book reader so that's why i'm Maybe like a comedies extra. it's a good comedy movie yeah yeah definitely so all right don't want to go speak. too much further on it but i think uh i think everyone gets the idea we really liked it and we think uh we like it like it. yeah speaking of comics and deadpool sure sure so, our uh, weekly Jesus. uh comic stuff yeah well uh, wanting to be uh somewhat timely i um i went ahead and i'm gonna review uh deadpool kills the marvel universe and that is a uh, the actual name of a four issue series uh, written by Colin Bunn, um, who is a fantastic writer. And every have have you guys ever heard of the What If series from Marvel? No. Uh, no. So basically, the way that this starts out is there's a hero. Or I shouldn't say hero. There's an alien race called the Watchers, and oh, they're okay, basically yeah. giant head baby looking things. <laughs> and they talk Stan about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they talk about um, things that could have happened. And you'll get things like, you know, what if uh, someone else was bitten by the spider that bit Peter Parker? You know, what would have happened if, you know, you know, Flash Thompson had been bitten? Or, uh, you know, what if Iron Man, you know, couldn't, like, I don't know if you knew he was an alcoholic. What if he didn't come back, you know, and it was someone else took up the, the Iron Man suit? So it, it gives you these, like, what if alternative scenarios. And this happens to be one of them in which, uh, Deadpool decides that he's broken through the fourth wall so much uh, that he is unable to get back and he realizes that he's in a comic book and anything he does is not actually, um, nothing matters, right? Because it's just a comic book. They'll, they'll do whatever they want to do. Uh, so he ends up meeting up with a, a guy, Psycho Man, um, who is trying to get him to uh, join his army to, you know, basically wipe out the universe and Deadpool realizes, Hey, I don't need you, but that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so Deadpool goes on a rampage and systematically takes out um, every hero and, and villain in the, in the universe, the Marvel universe. Now they don't show each one. There's just simply too many, uh, but over a four comic issue, they, he probably goes through and kills about 50 or 60 heroes um ones that are some fan favorites and some that are a little less well known um he gets in a fight with a uh a character called the taskmaster uh which is a guy who can duplicate the movements of any other um whoever who his adversary is so he can never right. be defeated in combat because he's as good as whatever the other person is in combat so he can never be defeated so uh there's some interesting ways about how he would go through and defeat them. Um, he starts it off by shooting Spider-Man in the face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it goes from there. Um, he has to kill Wolverine a number of times because Wolverine, of course, can come back. So he sets up a thing to, uh, to make sure that even if he does come back, he'll wish he didn't. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, but in a very funny way, uh, Deadpool basically systematically kills every hero and villain in the Marvel universe using power-ups. And I say like quote unquote power-ups that he acquires from each kill. So 
after killing Ant-Man, uh, he gets Pym particles, and then he uses those to take out the Avengers. And in a very uh, funny scene, uh, Thor throws his hammer at him, and he kind of catches on to it, and he uses the Pym particles to make the, the hammer basically the size of a, of a freight train, and it crushes back into it. <laughs> In a Thor and kills him, so uh, he utilizes some interesting ways to do it. Um, but it's it's funny, it's tongue in cheek, and you know he's got his funny one liners and everything else uh, that that goes through. And uh, and I I'm gonna give it a, a seven and a half out of ten, uh, mainly because the premise is just it's so out there, but it's very ingenious the way he goes through and uh, <laughs> takes everyone out. So if you if you want to see how your favorite character could be killed by Deadpool, it's probably in there. <laughs> it sounds like a really refreshing just funny take on how to read comics in a sense like oh thor's really serious this comic's really serious he's saving the universe oh wait now jump in deadpool he kills thor you know that sort yeah. of thing so exactly I, is is deadpool the movie sort of like that or or not does it play you said it plays fun at every superhero movie but um, it's just it's not as out of the you know it doesn't break the fourth wall as much as that comic sounds like it does yeah, this one, a lot this of one yeah. breaks the fourth wall because he 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 sees the watcher talking and he says, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then he like you know, and he goes, "Better yet, who are you talking to?" And then he like looks out of the page at the reader. <laughs> oh, I see. I got you. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, he, he's definitely fourth wall breaking there, and he he does a little bit of that in the uh in the uh, in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie's still, you know, it's self, the only kind of fourth wall breaking we get is kind of like. Uh, comments and dialogue not really mm -hmm. any well in the first one there's a joke that he goes yeah. i broke a fourth wall and the fourth wall breaking that's like 16 walls yeah <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. stuff yeah sounds like a really good so, comic series yeah really fun um you know I, I of course i read on comiXology uh you can get it through amazon um it's available on trade paperback it's a uh, pretty popular series and it's not that old so it shouldn't be too expensive to uh, to pick up. Uh, through Comixology, of course, it was uh, free to read, so I'd recommend reading it for free if you get the Unlimited. Should we expect some sort of Han Solo comic review next week of some sort? Uh, I'm not going to promise anything. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to wing it. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried to remain somewhat current with what's been going on with uh, you know, the affiliations. I just don't know if I can keep it up throughout the whole summer. No, yeah, What's we we, we, we definitely on? appreciate it though too with the uh, with being timely and and setting it forth. Yeah, so how about how about solo coming up? Any take on that? Um, I will not be reviewing it next week. Okay, <laughs> so that means be. he's not seeing it. How are you, Brendan? What are you? I will. Hopefully, I will much like Cobra Kai. Hopefully, be able to sway people if it is good into going gotcha. and checking it mm. out. And I am really we late to the game see. on this Cobra Kai thing, but I did binge watch it too. I wanted—I nice. didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to interrupt Rob's like thing too at the very beginning. But uh, yeah, I—I I feel the same way. It was an amazing series. Oh, you finished watching it? I did finish. I finished in two days, like you, like you did. It's really good. It's really, oh, it's really so good. good. So yeah. it's surprising. It is surprisingly good. And I am happy to have YouTube Red now and looking forward to what they have and, of course, uh, what's coming up with Cobra Kai because it is extended, correct? Yeah, they already got the, like, with after, like, maybe the, the third day of the first season, first season being out, they greenlit the second season because it was so popular. Mm -hmm. 
it's funny because I was like, yeah, um, Lost in Space was good, but then I watched this and binge watched it. Like, this is way better than Lost in Space. <laughs> so, much so much better. So much better. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Like I was like, oh, I guess I could watch Lost in Space, and then I was hearing more about Cobra Kai. I'm like, forget that. <laughs> yeah, um, like that. Public service <laughs> announcement: uh, Spotify has the soundtrack for Cobra Kai up. So, oh, um, okay. Uh, including the orchestrated parts. So there's some. Uh, there's a song called um, uh, "Badass Name for a Dojo," <laughs> and that's yeah. one of the songs on there. So it's it's a nice rock tune, and uh, yeah, and a whole bunch of '80s hits, and and even some uh, some current stuff. Uh, they kind of mm-hmm. mix it up. Yeah, I was wanting to get a reference on all of those all those classic rock songs. I wanted to get those in a playlist. So now I have it. Nice. Yeah, there you go. It's, Thanks, uh, Rob. I think uh, we're pretty close to an hour now, and we had a really late start, so I think we're going to skip 20 questions this week and just kind of end it. So, uh, Andrew, if you want to throw some plugs in there and sure, all that good stuff. So this is part of the PixelPub Gaming Network, how you say gaming community. So you can go to PixelPubGaming.com. I made some updates to the webpage. There's a lot there, including this podcast, including Wrath Incarnate, our Destiny Clan, our World of Warcraft Guild, and all of the all of microservers like Arc and Minecraft, that sort of thing. So you can go visit pixelpubgaming.com for that. Um, we we did a recent clan purge, and that all that is all complete and done with for for Destiny. We are like like seven thousand two hundred in Discord, and it's growing, and it's packed, and it's fun. Join the Discord, guys, just and gals, just join it. Be part of the community. Lots of fun nerds to talk talk games and comics and whatever with. And we will be inside the We Talk Nerd uh, podcast channel, so you can contact us, us if you want to throw some stuff up, feedback, whatever whatever it is. We'd like to talk to you. Yeah, it's normally a lot of talking about what's current and how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. welcome everyone there. So yeah, it's pixelpubgaming.com. Visit it. Get that Discord. Cool. Rob, anything to add? No, nothing for me. All right, good deal. I want to, you know, just throw in that wow plug in there that, you know, we are three months away, and hopefully we'll have, you know, maybe we definitely won't be quite as large as uh, the Destiny aspect of it, but uh, hopefully we get some a lot of you guys in here and grow as a community, and it's uh, Sargeras for the Alliance and Bleeding Hollow for the Horde. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got to add for this week. So see you guys later. See ya. Bye.